0: This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the November 10th, 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. I was trying to explain to someone what I want to achieve in this podcast, and I mentioned my hopeful target audience, folks in their 20s. I said I want to give them an additional message that this podcast should not be the source of news, but an additional thought on the news. But I think I need to do a better job of listening to that age group. My tagline is, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. I think I need to do a better job of getting a sense of their views on the news. I don't know if that is looking at polls, chatting with folks, or having a roundtable that I tape. If folks have some thoughts, please share. Kind of going in the other direction, I have also thought of having a roundtable of folks like me who are at a point in their career or retirement who can't be canceled and are more free to share their thoughts. That shot should not be necessary, but if you're on the right, it is. The title might be, Can't Cancel Us. That brings me to a last thought before I get to the quick hitters. Most would think of me as a conservative. I say the 40-yard line, but I bet liberals think I am way more conservative. I'm going to list a number of my positions, and I want you to think about this question. How many years back would my position have been considered liberal? Pro-gay marriage, FYI, before Hillary and Obama. Against having teachers talk to elementary school kids about sex change surgery. Don't make me call women people with periods rather than using the word woman. And yes, biology does affect gender. Pro-gun control. I have been in favor of eliminating handguns since the 1970s, but would do so by amendment. You can talk about AR-15s, which are a fraction of the 1-3% to of murders from rifles. I will talk about handguns that account for the vast majority of murders. Mississippi's abortion law of 15 weeks was acceptable. I won't say I am pro-choice, though effectively that is. I just don't want to lock up a woman for getting an illegal abortion, so 15 weeks it is. And I would also cap how long the states could allow an abortion, except in extreme cases. Get the deficit under control. Try to keep government out of my life and not impeding business. Maybe pause the tape, think, and then answer the question. How many years ago would someone with the above views have been called liberal? Quick hitters. A year ago, I did not understand Bitcoin and did not invest in Bitcoin. I saw millions of dollars made in Bitcoin, but was scared. Today, I'm reading an article that Bitcoin was at $69,000 a year ago. And today, it is $16,000 per unit. Quite the fall. If you bought at $100 a unit, you might still be happy. Note, I'm not giving investment advice. Harvey Weinstein is still on trial. Still is probably the wrong word. Probably the next trial in a series of trials. I only skim this one because the trials seem to mostly be the same. The question that comes to my mind is how did he get away with this for so long? I get tired of hearing how powerful he was. His actions were not those of an overly aggressive wooer of women. He was a violent pig. But we can find picture after picture of Hollywood elite hugging him, kissing him, smiling. They had to know. The only person I have heard who challenged him was a young, and I think at the time, unknown actor named Brad Pitt, who told Weinstein if he ever tried anything with his girlfriend again, Pitt would show him some Missouri whoop-ass. Good for Brad. What about the rest? Ukraine is continuing to make advances against the Russians. The New York Post has a piece saying toxic Trump sabotaged the midterm elections. It may just be a piece or a sign that some on the right want to make sure Trump is not the Republican candidate in 2024. Ah, but would he run as an independent and really screw things up? Saudi Arabia is investing $80 million in an English soccer team they own. Okay for the Saudis to own a soccer team in England, but no way they should fund an international golf league because of human rights violations. Michigan Governor Whitmore will win re-election. She recently used the phrase people with periods for a group of people I would call women. Election. I'm looking back to articles I sent myself on Monday. The day before the election. Articles by or of Democrats on why they would fare so poorly in the election. Not enough attention to bread and butter issues was the theme. And a listener said he, she listened to MSNBC on election night and it seemed they were bracing for a big loss. The idea that Republicans were going to have a big night was shared by many. What happened? This is where I should give answers. But one of the themes of this podcast is to pause. Get the information. Think about it. I don't think we know yet. Maybe the polls were wrong. Or turnout was not what was expected. Abortion may have played a pivotal role. Maybe not. One game I will play in a week or so is what would a 1% or 2% difference have done to the outcome? I'm not trying to get a moral victory, but to get perspective. So far, Reuters has Republicans flipping 16 seats and Democrats 4 seats for a net gain of 12 seats for the Republicans. This is in the House. I believe 33 seats are still to be decided. In the Senate, let's just assume that Arizona is going for Democrat Kelly and Nevada is going for Republican Laxalt. That makes it 49 Democratic senators and 50 Republican senators, with the Georgia race to be decided on December 6th. Wow. How much money do you think will be spent? Predictions on who will win. That would be tough. I can say that while Warnock did not get to 50% as required in Georgia, he did lead Walker by a half a percent. And this will be the only race. Did Walker benefit by Republican Kemp beating Abrams by almost 8% in the governor's race? I watched Swing Vote yesterday, a Kevin Costner movie where he was a down-and-out guy raising a great daughter whose vote in the presidential election wasn't tabulated because of an error. And his state tied, and that state's electoral vote would decide the presidency. In 10 days, he alone would cast his vote for president and his vote would decide the presidency. Corny. But by the end, you liked it. And it reminded me of the Georgia runoff. Will the Georgia race be between two men? Or on the issues? Or for the control of the Senate? If I'm Walker, I run ad after ad with Warnock and Schumer in the same picture. Maybe Pelosi a bit as well. Use that to say Warnock will vote with a soft-on-crime, crazy-spending agenda. Warnock, he should attack Walker the man, and Walker's life provided ammunition. In life, we are often on offense or defense. Both have their place. On offense, it is probably easier to dictate the landscape, but if you have an excellent defense, you too can dictate. Kudos to the Democrats for often being on offense. Me, I find their offense offensive, but it is effective. I bring this up because I think it helps to explain why DeSantis did so well. He went on offense. Certainly with the immigrant flights to Martha's Vineyard, he effectively got the country talking on the effects of illegal immigration on small communities. Or his bill that instructed elementary school teachers not to talk with Johnny about the possibility of cutting off his willie to change genders. Yes, the media called a bill that did not say, don't say gay, a don't say gay bill, but DeSantis did not back down. And he took on Mickey Mouse. I think DeSantis gave an example of how a Republican should act and behave. Trump often acted well, but he behaved very poorly. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.